0: Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How, can y'all just get with me? Let's just follow the Lord this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. I had a, a message we was going to preach, but we're going to just follow the Spirit of God. Uh, turn with me to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8. And I just want to bring a few things out, and we'll let the Holy Ghost do what He wants to do. Amen? Now, I heard the Spirit of God say so many times, the devil wants to get my people where they're in a worldly wish come on the world is always around they're wishing for something come on but you have hope now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen right hebrews 11 1 now now faith now faith uh so a hope a bible hope is it's not like a worldly wish. A worldly wish is, goes, well, I know I have no foundation for this to happen. I, ha- I have no avenue for it to happen. But I'm just going to daydream a little bit. And, 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 and while I daydream, that's going to take care of some hurt, some heartache. And, and, and for just a little while, I'm going to have a little bit of peace. How many knows that God doesn't want you to have pretend peace? Come on now, he wants you to have the real thing. The real thing is Jesus Christ. He is the Prince of Peace, amen? And and so this morning, he wants you and I to see this is the hour of hope. Come on, the Holy Ghost is talking to you this morning. This is the hour of hope. When your hour comes, come on, that's when faith is released, and your faith is combined with the Word of God, and when you combine your faith with the Word of God... The promise of God is revealed Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen? So let's just build our faith just a minute on this. Uh, in Matthew chapter 8, you've got a situation where the leper comes to Jesus. We've preached on it many times. But I want you just to, to look at, at the culmination of after the, the, the leper is healed and, um, and, the, and uh, the centurion comes to Jesus and all of these things. Having a need. And look what it says in verse 13. This is this is after Jesus showing what his love would do. In verse 13. And Jesus said unto the centurion. Go thy way as thou hast believed. So it shall be done unto thee. And his servant was healed the self same hour. Jesus said go thy way as thou hast believed. So it be done unto thee. And his servant was healed the self same hour. Hour. Brother Donnie, would you pray? Lord, thank you for this word you're giving us, Lord, that yes. comes out of heaven into our lives, yes. Lord. Give us the understanding and true meaning of it in our hearts, Lord. Clear in our minds from any yes. outside interference, Lord. Let us step in to the reality of your love and run boldly to in jesus name, amen. amen and amen thank you brother donnie thank you for honoring the word thank you for being here thank you for brother justin for following the of this leadership of the spirit of god and singing that song to bring this uh very mind of god into a place of possibility this morning so i want to talk to you about uh not a worldly wish but the hour of hope this is the hour of your hope and, and i want you to consider uh you, you know that the leper come to jesus and And he was looking for something, and and he said, I know you can heal me, but I don't know if you will. And Jesus said, I will. So our faith this morning is knowing that uh, according to this word, God's promised you some things, and he's willing to do what he's promised, amen? And and, and the centurion come, and he he, he trusted in Jesus for his servant, and, and Jesus said, okay, this is your hour. This is your hour because you believe. Well, you got up here on the day after Christmas and you come to the house of the Lord. Amen. But, and, and a lot of things has happened this past week. A lot of things is going on in your individual lives and in our lives as a, as a church and our lives as a nation and all of these things. But you come to the house of the Lord because you love the Lord. Amen. So this is your hour. This is your hour. And so you've got to stand on what you believed. What do you believe in? You believe Jesus Christ is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Okay, that means when you say the name Lord, you're saying that Jesus has the first and the final say. So whatever he has said is greater than what the devil has said. What his word is showing is greater than what the situation uh, that the enemy is orchestrating or orchestrating is revealing. Amen. God is greater. So this morning, you've got to say, this is my hour. I'm not going to wish I'm going to have Bible hope. I'm going to buy. So let's build our faith on that just a little bit. Uh, like I said, I don't have a sermon on this. We're just going to look at some things. Now, uh, we're in the uh, ninth, uh, eighth chapter. Turn over to the ninth chapter. And we have the, the same connotation here going on. Uh, we've got uh, the, the, the uh, lady coming to Jesus that had the issue of the blood, you know, for, for those 12 years. And we won't preach on that because we have many times. But I just want you to look at what was said in verse 22. Uh, Matthew nine twenty two, But Jesus turned him about and when he uh, saw her, saw this lady who had the issue of blood, he said, Daughter, now aren't you glad that no matter... Right now, some of you, you're struggling with some situations with family and friends and identity. And they don't understand you and, and, and what you're trying to do for them and how you're representing Christ to them in, in, in their life. And the devil is doing everything he can... Uh, to push that out of uh, that reality and that witness and that testimony uh, uh, out of your life. And so this morning, you've got to see what the word says. And so notice what it says. It says, he said, daughter, be of good comfort when we know who we are. Come on, when we know that God claims us, God claims you, amen, he claims me. And so this is before the cross. And and, and there's a covenant there because of the Abrahamic covenant. Now you're on this side of the cross and he's calling you. He's saying, son, daughter. Come on, I, I, I want you to hear me. I want you to know that this is your hour. He said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith, thy faith, hallelujah, hath made thee what? Oh, glory. And the woman was made whole from that glory. This is your hour. This, she had hope. She had Bible hope, that, but she had faith. But see, faith and hope work together. Yes. And, and you, you, we, we, so many times people, uh, they, they want to have one or the other, but you and I as a blood-bought believer, blood-washed Christian, we've got both. Yes. Amen? We've got both. And so they work together. Hope gives you an expectation, and, and then faith is what combines with the Word of God that brings it to pass. Amen. Yes. Come on, that's yours this morning. So we we see a leper who they had no hope before Jesus. Come on, they had to die isolated and separated uh, a little bit by a little bit. A symbol of sin, leprosy. But Jesus said, I'm willing. Come on. You got family this morning. You got friends this morning. They're dying a little bit by a little bit. But Jesus is the hope. Jesus is your hope. He's your confidence. And we're going to hold on to that. Amen. And, and and as we look all through the word of God. Here we come to this lady who had something that no man could took, take care of. She, The Bible says in Mark chapter 5 that she spent all she had. She, she gave the doctors everything that she had. And she was in no wise better. Because there's some things man can't do. But your hope this morning is my God. Jesus the Christ. He can do what can't be done. Amen. That's your confidence. All right, now, let's turn over and, and to chapter 10. Look at verse 19. This is where you and I have got to be this morning. Now, this, this 10th chapter is prophetic, and I don't want you to take it out of context, but I, I want you to see that how the Word of God is always multi layered, and you uh, it, it has an ultimate point of view, but it can also be applied to every situation of life. Amen? And so I'm not trying to pull this out of its prophetic context, but I want you to see you can apply it, this morning, uh, Jesus said, "But when they deliver you up, take no thought; don't be anxious. Come on, this morning, don't be anxious, don't be nervous about things, don't be don't be concerned. Just give it to Jesus. Amen. You give Him what it would be a concern or or, or your anxiousness, and He'll give you peace. Come on, this divine uh, direction that God has for us, but we, we got to be willing to let go of it. Amen." Um, but uh, when they deliver you up, take no thought on uh, how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given unto you in that same hour that you shall speak. So you and I, when we get into trouble, and, and there's some troublesome situations this morning in our lives, uh, we've got to know that, that God meets us in the midst of our trouble. Here, there's, it's actually talking about a delivering up that will take place in the book of Revelation. I'm, but we, that's not, don't lose thought of that. I want you to hold on right now to the thought that that I, I, I'm I'm, up, I'm delivered up in a trial. I, I'm up in a, in, in, a, in a trouble in a circumstance. There's a storm here, but Jesus said, "I'm going to give you in the middle of that uh, that storm, that trial, that circumstance. In that hour, I'm going to give you the word to speak. See, your word is your deliverance. See, if I speak the words of the devil, that puts me in bondage. But if I speak the words of deliverance, that's makes me free, because Jesus said, I am the truth, right? Okay, he also said, that's in John 14, 6, but he said in John 8, 32, that you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So, we've got to be in the place where we know that we can speak the words of truth, the words of life, uh, and that's exactly what we're going to have in our life. So, this morning, whatever's happening around you, whatever you're dealing with, whatever battle, I tell you, I see a dark cloud in the Spirit. I see a dark cloud, and I'm not going to because I don't have the leeway to do it, but each cloud has a name on it. And each cloud is a lie from the pit of hell to bring discouragement in your life, to bring division in your life, and to hold you down. But thus saith the Lord, he's shining through that cloud. He, the, the, the darkness of the devil can't stop the light of the Lord, amen? And he wants to bring you and I a truth, a revelation that will change everything about us. Do you receive that? If you receive that, amen, then we can act on it and we can build upon it, amen? Go to chapter 15, I believe it is. Now, all through this gospel of of Matthew, we see some mighty things. Now, in chapter 15, Jesus is on a trip and he goes uh, uh, to a Gentile uh, area. And there's the Syrophoenician lady. She is there and she comes to Jesus. and, And so she doesn't have a covenant with jesus she's out of covenant with him because uh, this is before the cross and this isn't the time for the gentiles to be brought in but uh she has heard about jesus and she knows the love of jesus and she knows that that grace that's involved there and so she's got a little daughter who is demon possessed in other words is under the influence uh, of the little g second corinthians 4 4 the little g the god of this world and she wants something done so she comes to jesus amen Come on, we've got family right now. We've got friends right now that's under the influence of the little g of this world. But we've got a covenant with God. I want you to build your faith. If Jesus would work in this situation where this Syrophoenician lady did not have a covenant, but God moved through Jesus by his spirit, then don't you know that you having a covenant, he's going to work in your life? Isn't that encouraging? All right, for sake of time, look at Verse 28. After the woman, after she come to Jesus on the right terms, she tried to come to him uh, calling him the son of David. He wouldn't listen to it because that's, that's part of the Jewish covenant. He couldn't hear that. But when she come to him in grace, in mercy, in humility, that got his heart. How are you and I here this morning? Come on. Verse 28. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Now, wait a minute. This is a Gentile lady outside the covenant. She's not looking at everything she's seeing. She's looking at what she knows in her heart. She has seen and heard about Jesus. That's why Je- Brother Justin led us in that song. You and I, we were reminding ourselves of everything Jesus has done in our lives, particularly this year. Come on, he's took care of us. And guess what? He's going to take care of us to the very end. Woman, great is thy faith. Be it even unto thee as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole next year. Come on, this is your hour of hope. So the devil wants you to say, well, someday. No, today, this morning, in the name of Jesus, we're going to receive some things. Amen? These, these lies and in, in, in these clouds, the Holy Ghost is going to move on you. Give you revel- Some of you, you don't even recognize the cloud. Now, I'm not being hateful because I'm just being honest because I- I've had clouds over my life that, that somebody had to help me with because I couldn't see them. That's how the devil works. He doesn't work in open uh, maneuvers. He works deceptively. He works in a way that you and I uh, don't know what to do unless the Holy Ghost shows us. Amen? Turn to chapter 17. Uh, here the the, the disciples uh, they're dealing with a an, another situation where the devil is has uh, possessed this boy, and uh, this dad uh, is in a uh, in a heap of hurt. But verse eighteen, Matthew seventeen eighteen, the disciples couldn't uh, couldn't help. And uh, verse eighteen says, and Jesus rebuked the dev- the devil, and he departed. Who did? The devil, the devil departed. Out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Hallelujah. See how many times if we're not careful. Thank God we've got each other. We need each other. But. I can't help you in certain situations. You can't help me in certain situations. Certain situations. Only the Lord. We're here to edify. To build up. To encourage and strengthen one another. But our help does not come from man. Our help comes from the Lord. Amen. He's the one. So, uh, I want you to see that we know that the devil is the author of sickness, sin, disease, uh, uh, possession, oppression, all of these things. But it doesn't matter as as we look at these different situations. Jesus was the Lord over all of them. He's the Lord. And, and But He wants you and I to work with Him, and Him work with us. Amen? And if we'll do that, then all of a sudden everything changes when we recognize that we've got this covenant with Him. See, Jesus said that, that the Lord was coming in an hour that we think not. And I know that He was there. He's talking about a literal time frame of when He's going to return. But He also comes in our life meeting needs a lot of times when we don't even... Uh, know he's coming because the devil's convinced us to give up, or to become discouraged, or look to other things. But you and I—we're looking to the Lord, Amen. We're holding on to Him. Now, I, I want you to see something, and I, I want to. The reason why I'm going to cover this because I want us to stay in the place of grace. Because if we can stay in the place of grace, we can receive all things, Amen. Come on, Amen. Grace is what does it. But if we get into the place where the devil's talking to us, well, I didn't pray enough last week or I didn't uh, go to that service or I didn't call this person. Come on, the devil is the condemner. Right. Now, we, we are to obey the Lord and all those things and we're growing, but but Jesus doesn't condemn you. He gives you hope that will always pull you and I forward. Amen? Yes. Now, uh, turn over to the 20th chapter and, and I, I'm not trying to take this out of context. In this 20th chapter, we've got a great... Story of Jesus about grace. And uh, let me just read this just a little bit with us to get the context. Uh, Matthew 20 and 1. Jesus said, For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which went out early in the morning to hard laborers in his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them to his vineyard. Verse 2. And he went out about the third hour. So he went, you know, think about this. He went out about the third hour and he saw uh, others standing idle in the marketplace. So, you know, everything in the Bible starts in the the time of hour. starts at 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock. All of these are are watches and time frames. But see, you and I, we've been called into the vineyard. Isaiah chapter 5 tells us that, that God's family, that God's work in the earth is the vineyard. It's the vineyard. And and the devil wants to corrupt the vineyard. Well, when you and I recognize and realize that we're in this life, but this life isn't about nine to five. This life isn't about uh, what we own or what we don't own. It isn't about, about, not about who we know or who we don't know. It's just simply about that all of those things uh, are a part of this life, but we're occupying till the Lord comes. How do we occupy? We recognize and realize that God puts me... In different places at different times, because that's my part in the vineyard. Right. Come on, my part in the. And so, if I'm in my place in the vineyard, then I have the assurance that I have hope, I have confidence, and I'm in that hour, that hour of hope. I don't have to wish, nope. I don't have to wonder. I, I I just have to be in the place of knowing. Well, I'm here. God put me here. And so, what I need. Is going to be provided for me. If you went and you hired somebody to come and and to work in your garden, you know, they were just a laborer, you would provide what they needed. Here's everything they need to work in the garden. Well, guess what? You lack no good thing. Everything that you have is at the disposal, and it comes from heaven through your relationship with Jesus. Now notice, verse 5. And he went out about the 6th and the ninth hour, and he did likewise. Verse uh, 6. And about the 11th hour he went out, and he found others standing idle, and saith unto them, Why stand you here all the day long idle? Why, why are you still idle? So here's how God's grace works. God's grace works in that those who are in the vineyard working, uh, and they're about their, their master's business, it doesn't matter when you come to salvation, You've got a role to do, and God's going to reward you according to your role. Uh, and it's not about what um, you have done in and of yourself. It's about what you have in, have in and done with the grace that God's called you. So you've you got to say, I'm in my hour. I'm in my hour with the Lord. And the hour of temptation may come against me. The hour of trouble may come against me. But I'm in my hour. This is my hour of hope. I'm in my place. I'm in my my position. And because I'm in my position, I'm going to have my provision. Amen? All right. Um, now, now they come and, and it says, uh, verse 8. So when he, when evening was come, the Lord of the vineyard saith unto his steward, Call the laborers. And give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. And when they came uh, that were hired, about the eleventh hour, they received every man a penny. But when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more. And they likewise received every man a penny. And when they had received it, they murmured against the goodman of the house, saying, These last have wrought but one hour. They've worked but one hour. And thou hast made them equal unto us which have borne the burden of the heat of the day. Verse 13. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I did thee no wrong. Didst thou not agree with me for a penny? Take that as thine and go thy way, and I will give unto this last even as unto thee. Now, we understand that he's talking about you and I, talking about the Gentile church versus the relationship that, that, that Israel had with him and and uh, and you and I, we, we've come in the last. But because of grace, we're in that place where we're going to receive what? The same salvation. The same salvation. But if we're not careful, we try to live this life out, out of the salvation that is, uh, that's in heaven, that's in eternal, and not in the salvation that's day by day, moment by moment. God wants you this morning. To be able to call on the, the the very provision of heaven. He wants you to see that Jesus is that open door. And when Jesus ascended on high and, and opened up heaven. And sat down on the right hand of the Father. He made everything possible for you and I. And, and I want to receive it, don't you? Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to leave here this morning discouraged. Uh, I, I don't want you to leave here the way you come. Where, where this cloud is lying to you. Now, I... I Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, uh, uh, as you bring revelation, as, as I look and I see the different names of different clouds, uh, I ask your Holy Spirit to bring illumination to people who are dealing with that particular cloud. And let them see this is their hour of hope. Let them see that this, this is not a time to wish... And to dream out of the world that things would be different. But this is the moment that our faith can be released with your word. We see how you have moved in every situation. And you have brought your will to pass. Let these clouds be revealed. And let today be the day that the cloud is parted. Let people hear the thunder. Just as you come in thunder on that day when Jesus rose up out of that water after water baptism and you said, "This is my beloved son. Hear ye him. Let us hear the Lord this morning. Let every lie be broke off. Let every discouragement be put down, and let us come running to this throne of grace and receive what you'd have for us." We ask this in Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. Now I. I I want you to come this morning. I want you to come. You say, I don't feel a thing. I don't see a thing. I want you to come in faith. And I know usually I say, you can just make your place at your seat. If you have to do that, do that. But I want you to step out as an act of faith this morning because the Holy Ghost is wanting to do something. Because we weren't going to go in this direction at all until prayed in the Spirit. And this is what the words of the Lord dropped in our heart. So this is your day. This is your day. Come and let the Lord show you that cloud. And let Him... What happens when the sun shines on the clouds, when a rainstorm is there? When the sun shines on the clouds, they burn up and disappear in Jesus' name. Amen? Let the Spirit of God burn those clouds off your life this morning. This is important. We're talking about this is the first step to getting the complete healing. Some of you... I can't say that. Okay. Please, in the name of Jesus, don't miss what the Spirit of God would say to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.